welcome back everyone to Diary of an Empath. So I'm back with another solo episode. I just actually was thinking about it today. It's been over a year and a half since I started my podcast. I think we're on episode 77. I think this is 77, which is crazy. My goal was to get through 50 episodes. And then my second goal was like, let me get to 100 episodes and see where I'm at. I just can't believe that a year and a half already flew by. It's nuts. Um, a lot of you recently know that I went under surgery to get an ovarian tumor taken out. And I am going to be doing a podcast with a GYN, but today I actually just want to take you through my journey. And I really want to touch base on why it's important for you to listen to your intuition when it comes to your health. I think oftentimes, especially women, and I'm not saying this doesn't happen to men, but particularly with women, I feel that we are gaslit in the medical community, medical gaslighting. And we've heard gaslighting with narcissists, but I believe it happens in the medical community, dismissing symptoms, concerns, experiences, or having them written off as psychological in nature, or having patients being told that they're crazy or what they're experiencing isn't serious or that it's normal. And I think the problem with medical gaslighting in particular, and some of the downstream effects on care and clinical outcomes, it's been around for a long time. And it disproportionately affects women, particularly women of color. There was actually a study that was released two decades ago, and it showed that women are systematically prescribed lower amounts of pain medication after reporting similar levels of pain compared to their male counterparts. Research confirms that when male and female patients express the same amount of pain, observers view female patients' pain as less intense. Black women in particular are susceptible. Um, studies as recent as 2016 showed that almost half of the first and second year medical students believe black patients had quote unquote thicker skin than white patients. And a 2019 found that black patients were 40% less likely to receive medication for acute pain and 34% less likely to be prescribed opioids. Wow. So this inherent belief that women are more sensitive and prone to exaggerate pain is literally baked into our medical system. It's literally baked into our language. The word hysteria, I was reading this article, uh, it's crazy. It says that the word hysteria comes from the Greek word for uterus. So literally hysteria, these, these belief systems that, you know, is crazy. It comes from the Greek word uterus. So it makes me think about when I had my IUD placed. I've had three of them. Actually, I've had four now because my recent one just got replaced. I've had four IUDs. For me, getting an IUD placed is extremely painful. And I'm not talking just cramping. The last time I had my IUD replaced, I went into what's called a uterine shock or cervical shock. My hands started to constrict. I had severe cramping. I felt like I was going to faint. I literally felt like I was giving birth to a child. And I was told that I could not be given any pain medications. The only thing they could do was give me a shot in my ass that would help me with some of the muscle tension and the cramping. So the fact of the matter that women are expected that we should be able to tolerate 
the level of pain that comes with treatment because maybe we have babies, we have periods, we have all of these things that come with being a woman that we go through pain. So our medical care is not taken as seriously. What was even more shocking to me was that I found out that women, at least in the VA system, are able to ask for sedation, not just pain meds, but you have the right, because I know I have a lot of female veterans that listen to this podcast, as you guys know, I'm a vet, but you have the right to ask for sedation. The fact that this is not presented as an option from the very beginning dumbfounds me. And the only reason why I found this out was because of my surgery. You have the absolute right to ask for pain medications and you have the absolute right to ask for sedation. But this is something that should be given as an option from the very beginning. We should not expect women just because we're women to have to deal with pain when it comes to treatment or birth control. You know, look at the the birth control treatments that we undergo, IUDs, getting our tubes tied when for men, we have no options for birth control. And the ones that we do have men don't even want to do it. It's not even advertised as much. So it's like these expectations that women are to undergo these crazy medical treatments, pain, and then we're gaslit when we come with presenting symptoms that are real pain and real problems. So for me, how it started is I felt like something was off. I've always had hormone issues for quite a few years. That's nothing new. But I started gaining a little bit of weight. And for those who know me know that that's not like me at all. I've been very athletic. I am a bodybuilder. I go four or five days to the gym. I lift weights. I'm a heavy lifter. And I'm also a dancer, not like stripper pole dancing. No, no judgment to anybody who does, but I'm a Tahitian dancer. So everything that I do requires a really high level of athleticism. So for me to gain even 10 pounds is very, very unlike me. I hold it well. And to me, it just looks like I'm thick curvy, right? But it's something that I knew wasn't normal. And I started to just feel like hormonally off. I could see it sometimes in my skin because like I usually have really good skincare and I could see sometimes my skin would look off or I would look really puffy. I also started getting like a tight uterine pressure. It felt like there was pressure right in my uterus area, not pain, but it just felt like pressure and it would come and go. And so I feel like I could have easily maybe thought it was my IUD or I could have, you know, let it go or just ignored it. And I feel like as women, it's really, really important that we do not ignore our intuition when our body is trying to tell us that something is wrong. Because as women, we often find ourselves struggling to make decisions regarding our health. We rely on doctors, specialists, healthcare professionals, and you know, they're the ones with the degrees. They're the ones wearing the white coat. And so we depend on them to tell us what the best possible care is. However, it's essential for us to understand that we have to be the experts when it comes to our own bodies, our intuition, our connection with our sense of self, our mindfulness, the way that we breathe, the way that our body operates. We know when something is going on. We know ourselves best And our intuition can play a significant role in identifying potential health issues, especially early on. Now, 
intuition, it's an internal compass. And this can guide us when it comes to making our decisions, whether it's like, turn left here, turn right here, don't date this asshole. You know, there's so many ways that our intuition plays its part. And we hear this term called our gut feeling or our sixth sense. But when it comes to our health, intuition can help us identify when something isn't quite right. So for instance, just like me, you could feel a sudden pain or you feel like something's off with your body. You may feel discomfort that you can't quite explain. You may notice changes in your body or your energy levels that aren't typical for you. These are all signs that something might be wrong and we should listen to them. Now, it's also important to note that intuition should not replace medical advice or professional diagnoses, but it can serve as an early warning sign and prompt us to seek out medical attention sooner rather than later. Because for me, if I would have ignored this, you know, we ended up finally doing an ultrasound, but I had to push for the ultrasound. They didn't want to do it at first. And when they did the ultrasound, we found a five centimeter mass on my right ovary. Side note, did you guys know that I'm not only a therapist, but I'm also a professional tarot reader? It's not exactly me hovering over a crystal ball telling your future. It's a tool to connect with your guides and your higher self to help you in certain areas of your life. Tarot genuinely changed my life and it can potentially change yours too. Click on the link in this podcast for more info. Okay, back to the podcast. wasn't a fluid filled mass. It was a solid mass. It was a tumor. So I knew something wasn't right in my body and I could have ignored it. But luckily I actually just got my biopsy results today. For those of you that haven't been following along, I did get surgery last week. And unfortunately the tumor had completely taken over my ovary. So I had to have my ovary and my fallopian tube removed as well. But this is something that could have turned into cancer later on in life. It was benign. The biopsy results came back non-cancerous, thank God. But this could have turned into cancer later on. And so had I have not listened to my intuition, maybe the tumor wouldn't have gotten bigger and maybe it wouldn't have caused any more symptoms. And that thing, that would have sat there and grown and or it could have turned into cancer. It could have been all types of fucked up in my body. So I listened to my intuition and I could have saved my life later on down the road. So intuition can help us communicate more effectively with our doctors too, because, you know, the doctors may not always pick up on something. I had to advocate for myself for that ultrasound. So by trusting our intuition and sharing our experiences, we can provide our healthcare providers with valuable information that can diagnose and assist with treatment. Because if I didn't bring that to my doctor's attention, I wouldn't have been able to get the surgery. And I think for women, like I said earlier, especially women of color, we face unique challenges when it comes to our health. I feel like we're often told that it's just in our head or it's psychological. And I also want to point out for those who are veterans, those who did serve in the military, you all served and you are even more unique because we've been poked, pricked, exposed to chemicals, exposed to all types of shit. And although they will gaslight us and tell us that our service had nothing to do with it, 
you cannot tell me without a doubt that there is not a higher level of infertility, a higher level of miscarriages, a higher level of cancers, and all of these feminine female issues that female veterans go through, but yet we're told that it's in our head or it's normal. I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. We deal with menstrual cycles. We deal with pregnancy. We deal with menopause. And all of these things can lead to changes in the body. And I feel like because of that, we're told that these changes and these these indiscrepancies in our body are just a normal part of the aging process. And in these instances, trusting our intuition can be particularly beneficial. You have to pay attention to your body. And by doing that, we can identify patterns and changes that may indicate underlying issues. And this can help us to seek out early treatment and ultimately improve our overall health and well-being, which in my case, that's exactly what it did. Now, I'm still healing. I'm only nine days post-op. And so I'm praying that those underlying issues, those symptoms that I have resolve. But at least I know that whatever was in my body that was causing issues at least is gone. Yes, I have a part of my body that is now missing, which kind of sucks. I hope I don't get like sent into premenopause, but I still have a left ovary, which is good. I still have an ovary that's producing hormones, which is what you need. But at least, you know, at least I know that I'm healthy and there's not something in my body that doesn't belong there. So when your body is telling you intuitively that something's off, you have to believe it. You guys know I'm always pushing for people to trust your intuition because your intuition, especially if you're super intuitive, that shit will never, ever lead you wrong. I can guarantee you that nine times out of 10, when you look back at decisions that you made, people that you were presented to, relationships, your health, there's always something there that intuitively you knew was off about that person, about that situation, about your body. You usually know when something's wrong. And for some of us, I think that we're so used to taking care of other people in our life or our job that we take care of ourselves last. Some people literally wait until they're on death's door to finally go to the doctor. And I'm telling you that 99% of these really significant life-threatening diseases, cancers, etc., if caught early, they could have been prevented. So ladies, go get your mammograms, go get your ultrasounds, get checked, get your pap smears up to date. Men, if you're listening, you know, same thing, go get your colonoscopies and your, and all of the things that men need to get checked up on, but especially women, women's health. There's so many things that we deal with that can be prevented if caught early. If you are over 40 and you are listening to this podcast and you have yet to get a mammogram or a pelvic ultrasound today is the day you need to get online you need to go get it like there are resources out there if you don't have health insurance there are places out there that will do free mammograms as a matter of fact I'm going to see what I can find online and link it for you guys. So for those of you that don't have health insurance, I'm going to try to find some resources for you for maybe places that you can go to our website to try to find free ways of getting mammograms and pap smears, access to birth control. I know that some for some people, access to health care is a big part of the problem. And for some of us, some people just did not grow up with healthcare. And so it's not something that's ingrained in the average person who doesn't have healthcare to go to the doctor when they're sick. They're literally taught to suck it up unless they're dying. I mean, I, that was me. I didn't grow up with healthcare. 
I I remember giving my mom her my my pee so she can go to the doctor and pretend like she peed so I can get treatment for a UTI. I didn't have healthcare growing up. And so for me, I didn't start getting continuous healthcare until I was in the Marine Corps. And even then, even then we were gaslit to be told we're making it up or we're trying to get out of shit. We're trying to get out of PT if something's wrong with us. Like that's that's literally what we were told. So we didn't want to go to medical. We didn't want to get treated because we didn't want to be told that we were just trying to get out of work or that we were just trying to get out of PT. And so a lot of people, especially veterans, take this into their adulthood when it comes to their health care or they don't trust their intuition or they just ignore it. And then you take into account women of color. And that adds in a whole other layer of how the medical community will gaslight women. And so I think in particular, it's just essential that we trust our intuition when it comes to our health. It's an essential practice for women. Our intuition can serve as a powerful tool in identifying potential health issues. And it can prompt us to go see the doctor when we need medical attention. Now, this should not replace professional medical advice, but intuition can help us communicate more effectively with our healthcare providers and ultimately improve our health outcomes. So let's trust ourselves more, let's trust our intuition, and let's prioritize our health and our well being. I hope that this short podcast episode prompted at least one person to go get checked up. And I hope and I pray that each and every one of you are healthy, but let's just start being intuitive when it comes to our bodies. Let's start advocating for our own health care. And you are always going to be your biggest, biggest advocate when it comes to your own health. Fight for your health. Don't let anyone tell you different. As always, I appreciate all of you so, so much. And if you are not following the podcast, many of you listen to it, but many of you are not following, make sure you're following on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. It's so helpful for the podcast to grow and you will not always get notifications if you're not following the podcast. And I want all of you to get those notifications because I'm working really hard to pump out good shows and good content for all of you to help you learn, listen and grow. So once again, thank you to all of you. I love all of you so much. And until the next time, see you on the next episode of Diary of an Empath.